All right, I think let's get it started. Let's get it going because it's Monday morning and I need something to wake me up. You know, I woke up this morning with a terrible headache and I think it was pretty close to a migraine because I usually, when I get migraines, I get very nauseous and like I feel like I'm going to throw up or something. And that's the way I felt, man. It sucked. So, and I feel like it's just now like subsiding. So it's kind of. Uh, leaving the body and I'm finally able to you know trying to get in my groove of things you know it's a little late in the day but you know I'm gonna try and work through it so I wanted to you know do this and then get my workout in and then um, get the day going so how about we get a little um, a little tunage to get us going through the day. This is Take It All Back by Judah and the Lion. Here we go, Monday morning, baby. Dreams coming true, and I'm getting to do it with you. It feels so nice when the people sing along, They're singing along with the banjo. Here we go.
Take It All Back by Judah and the Lion. One of my favorite songs. It's actually in my my chill playlist. So I listen to that all the time. But what's going on? How's your day going so far? Hopefully it's pretty good no matter when you're listening to this or watching this, whatever you're doing. Um, just want to tell you about my weekend uh, this past weekend, uh, we went to actually went out somewhere. Um, I'm not big on, you know, going too many places. Uh, not because I'm too much worried. It's just that I just don't like wearing a mask. So I try and just limit the times where I have to wear a mask. Right. Um, had to go to the doctors, you know, for my wife. So went there, went to Starbucks, did our thing there. And then, um, that was one day. And then the thing I loved the most was we got to visit with my grandparents, just us, just me and my wife and my grandparents, you know, and we sat down, we had dinner, we had good conversation. We talked, we had fun, we laughed. And, um, that meant, it meant a lot to me. And it was very important for me to do that because my grandma had just gotten out of the hospital, uh, just a couple of days before that. And, you know, she had a regular heartbeat and it was, it's a scary thing, you know, when, when your grandparents or your parents are older, um, you always have that worry in the back of your mind of, you know, how much longer, or, you know, if something happens, it's just like, oh, you know, um, you know, I hope this like, doesn't, this isn't the end of things, you know what I mean? I mean, it sounds brutal when you say it out loud, but it's always in the back of your mind. And um, it's a scary thing, for, especially for me. You know, they've been there my whole life. And it's it's going to be something that's hard to swallow. It's going to be hard to take in. And so I, saw, I try and spend, like, as much time as I can, you know, with them. I'm blessed enough to have all four of my grandparents. And, you know, I'm just trying to... Uh, just make them realize like how much of a part they played in my life and how much I love them and care for them and stuff like that. And that's why, you know, that's why I do it. That's why I want to spend the time with them. I want to just be around them. It's not even like we have to be doing anything, you know, it's just like just chilling with them, just talking to them and just being with them. That's all you can really do, you know? And, uh, you know, we should do that with our loved ones more often. And I think that's a big thing that the virus kind of helped us with is like it's forcing us to stay home or, you know, stay quarantined with like our family and stuff like that, where it's kind of forcing us to spend time together. And, you know, I see on TikTok a lot is like families are always together, like doing stuff, you know, whether they're doing something silly or playing games or, you know, just, you know, they get to spend more time with each other because their kids aren't going out and partying and stuff. If they have older kids, uh, they're not going out to work because they got to work from home. You know, there's so many different things that, you know, there are positives to take from all this. And you just got to open your eyes and find them. You got to search for them. 
and just see what's out there. Uh, what else? So we, uh, my wife goes to my old uh, bodybuilding nutrition coach. Uh, she's been seeing her for a couple months now um, for her like meal plans and workouts and stuff like that. So we had another check-in with her. And she's always fun. She's always fun to go see and <laughs> um, very outgoing person. She is, uh, by the way, her name is, I want to give her a shout out. Her name is Sue Davis, uh, Sue's Crew Nutri- Nutrition, if you want to look for her on Instagram. Uh, she's not big with the social media or like promoting herself and stuff like that. She uh, gets found out by more like word of mouth. And, you know, I'm definitely, she was my first ever, you know, coach. And, you know, she did my nutrition plan for 2014. She did my workout plan and I followed each and everything um, by, you know, I didn't stray from it at all. I didn't do what I think, what I thought was supposed to be correct. Um, because I saw myself as not knowing anything about bodybuilding because I was just getting going, right? Uh, to my third, my 2013 competition, I actually did by myself. So that was with my own research and my own, um, knowledge put together. And, but with her, it was so much easier. It was just like, I had someone doing this for me. So all I had to do was the work. That's all I had to do, right? And it made it that much easier for me to do. You know, she even got me, she even got someone to help me with my posing, uh, which was very helpful because my posing from 2014 to 2013 is night and day. You know, it's so different. Uh, My comfort level was so different. My confidence level was so different. And, um, You know, I would definitely, I always, so when I talk to people that decide they want to do a bodybuilding show, um, whether you're beginning or not, right, is one, don't worry about having a coach at first. You know, do a show with just your own experience and your own knowledge, right, and your own research, and I think that can go a long way for your um, knowledge in general. Because I think if I didn't do that, I wouldn't have the knowledge and the experience I do today. Um, I mean, even though I've studied and I've researched stuff since then, but it really, I don't know, just doing things on my own just really helped me a lot more than you know, just having someone tell me what to do. Because when someone's telling you what to do, you're not really getting that processing, you know, that stuff's not processing processing through your mind. Like, okay, like, why am I eating this or why am I doing that? You know, you're not thinking about that. You're just like, okay, they told me to do it, I'm going to do it. And that's how I was the second year. But the first year, it was just like, okay, they want me to eat this, but okay, so why am I eating that though? You know what I mean? So it made me think. It made me think and ask questions about myself. And it made me pay attention more to my body because I had no one looking at me. I didn't know anyone in the um, bodybuilding world at that point. And, you know, it really forced me to 
get out of my comfort zone and really uh, do things myself. And then after that, you know, is when I started meeting people. I started meeting people and hearing about people. And then, you know, the first person I met was Sue. And she's the one that just got me started with everything. And she's how I met new people. She's how I met, you know, um, my posing coach and different people like that. And, um, and how I met Fred Smalls and, you know, who's a pro bodybuilder in Delaware. Um, yeah, so that's my advice. And that, that just leads me on to my, so what I wanted to talk about was to just start. Just start, you know, because, (laughs) um, I'm not even going to say it's just people in general. It's because it's me too. You know, I've I've caught myself in those times where I'm like, oh, I have to do this and this before I can do anything. You know, I remember when I was training people and I would have people actually tell me like they need to gain muscle or lose weight or something before they get a trainer. I'm like, what? That's not how it works, man. Like I'm supposed to help you on that journey. You know what I mean? Like it's actually easier if you start with me in general Cause then you learn, you pick up things and you learn and I'm trying to teach you along with trying to help you. But people saw it as like, oh no, I need to, I need to lose this weight or I need to gain some muscle before I start with you. I don't know where the, I don't know what the mindset was in that area, but that's just not how, like if you're sitting there today and you're thinking like that, don't think like that. Just start. That's the smartest thing that you can do, I think, with anything is just start. You know, you're not going to know everything about it, especially when you're going into like a new venture. So, for example, um, I've never started a business in my life, right? (laughs) So uh, about a year ago, a little over a year ago, I decided to start a I wanted to start a retail like supplement store. And sell supplements, kind of like a GNC or a vitamin shop type of thing, right? So I was sitting there thinking for months and months and months, like, okay, so how am I going to get my own store? And how am I going to do this? Like, what what kind of loan do I need to do that? And all that kind of stuff, right? And I talked to this guy who's a friend of the family, and uh, we were talking about finances and stuff like that and business. And he was like, dude, he's like, you're thinking too big. He was like, you just need to start. And I was like, man, you're right. I kind of had that in the back of my mind. I was like, maybe I'm trying to do too much in the beginning. He's like, you just need to start. So I sat down. I was like, man, you're right. Like he liked all the ideas I had and all that kind of stuff. And he was like, yeah, but what do you have going into that? And I was like, nothing. You know? (laughs) You know, I don't have any clientele. I don't have any people that know about the brand or anything. And he was like, the smartest thing that you can do is just start. And then over time, you'll find your way in it. And it's been true so far. It's very, it's been (laughs) so true. I can't even express. So I started strong, uh, stnutrition.com, which is my store strong tower nutrition and um 
there's been tons of ups and downs, man. And it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun to be a part of. It's fun to have that as my own because I'm seeing those up and ups and downs and I'm learning from them and I'm going to grow from them. And it's just, it takes time. Things take time. And I've had people tell me, oh, why don't you go to school for business? I'm like, for what? So I can miss out on four years of experience? Yeah, I don't claim I know everything. I don't. I don't know anything. You know, um, my biggest thing is like, I always tell people like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just doing it. You know, I'm researching it. I'm um, learning from other people. I'm learning from other people's mistakes. I'm learning from my own mistakes. I'm just trying. I'm trying because I just started. I just went for it. I'm just going for it. And I'm still in the process of it. And that's really what I tell you today is just like, and that's all I can really explain is like, just start something, whatever you want to do, whether it's like you want to lose weight, whether it's if you want to gain muscle, if you want to start a business, if you want to uh, start a podcast, same thing with podcasting. I was like, oh, I need this. I need this. I need that. I need the same stuff that Joe Rogan has. I need, I'm like, I'm like, What? I had this conversation with myself and I was just like, what are you, what are you doing, man? You know what I mean? Like those dudes make millions of dollars. Like you're just trying to do it for fun. Like, why do you need all that? You know what I mean? And over time I got to build up what I, what I have and how, how the producing side works because I also produce my own stuff. I edit my own stuff, you know? I run the cameras myself. I run the lighting myself. I schedule I schedule guests myself. Yeah, it's going to be a lot tougher in the beginning, but it's so much more fun if you enjoy it. You know how they say like you got to enjoy the journey. You know what I mean? Because it's going to be a long one. Before you get to that destination. Yeah, and that's really all I can tell you today is just like don't think you have to do this, that, and a third to, to get to where you want to get to or to even start where you want to get to. Like I said, people told me they want to, they already want to lose, they want to lose weight and or gain muscle, whatever their goal was before they started training with me. You know, like I already wanted to have my own store before I even, before people even knew what it was. And now I'm glad I didn't do that. I'm glad, you know, it saved me a lot of money. So now I'm running an online online site that way. By the time I do have a storefront, people will know the name. People will know who runs it. People will know what kind of stuff we have. And then I'll have a good base, right? I don't know. It's smart to me. <laughs> you know, if you're a business person, you can reach out to me and tell me different, but... I don't know, for, for me right now, it seems um, to be a good idea. But uh, but yeah, definitely just start. Go after what you really want. Don't just sit there and try and contemplate and think of a strategy. You know, you can have a strategy, but like, how about you just start something first? 
you know, whatever, whatever, whatever it takes, like building a website first. I don't know. Just start talking on your phone. Start talking, you know, if you're vlogging, just use your phone. You know, that's why I tell my wife, like she wants a legit camera. I'm like, yo, just start with your phone. And then the more you do it, the, the more then you, you, it shows you that you're consistent with it. You know what I mean? Because if you start and you got this like $600 camera, but then you just stop like midway through, it's just like, okay, was I really that into it? You know what I mean? But if you start with your phone, you don't, you're not wasting money because you use your phone anyway. You know what I mean? And you could take good pictures on your phone. You could vlog on your phone. You can do all that stuff. But then the more consistent you get, you're like, oh man, I can really upgrade my quality. Because I've been doing this for so long, you know? I've been consistent with it. I'm going to keep doing it and all that kind of stuff. And that, that way you can still keep going with it, you know? Let's see. Where am I at on time? Okay. But yeah, so that's all I have to say about that. That's just been something that's um I've been dealing with with a couple people that I've been talking to and you know, that's been my advice. I mean, it's it seems really simple. But it's actually a lot harder than you think. You know, it's a lot harder to not have the stuff that you want before you start something. But once you start and once you stay consistent, you're going to see how much you progress in a short amount of time. And then that way, you'll be able to get that stuff that you wanted. You're like, oh, man. You know what I mean? All it did, all it, all it took was just a little patience and a little time and consistency and just starting. So... Let's go see what's in the news a little bit. If any of you have been watching playoff basketball, um, a couple teams have been exciting. I haven't gotten to watch any other teams because I've been focused on the Sixers losing. So now they got swept, and now I can you know see what the um, what other teams are doing, right? So I saw this story, and it kind of um, I kind of have a personal experience with it, you know. So the story right here is Montrez Harrell of the L.A. Clippers. So he tweeted out, um, if go and get the story, get it right, all I ask. No one spoke with me to do anything. I approached him and cleared the air from all the outside nonsense that was being said. Nothing but respect for Luca. He understood the heat of the battle, and he said it didn't bother him, only respect. So he writes that because uh, the previous game they played, Montrez and Luka Doncic, um, the upcoming young player for, for the Dallas Mavericks, uh, they were going head-to-head. They were battling. That's what you do in competition. When you're competing in a sport, you're always going to have that one-on-one battle with someone. You're always going to have that person out there on the court or the field that you're just not going to like. It could be because they're a skill level. It could be because they're talking. It could be a lot of things, but usually it leaves the court or the field and doesn't go with you at home. 
which a lot of people uh, kind of think that it does now, you know, because a lot of people didn't play sports. They don't understand the mindset that these guys are thinking. They don't understand, like, what's really going on. And so he tweets this um, because he did. He get, he went up to Luca and apologized because what he did the game before was uh, the camera caught him, like, running backwards back on defense after he just, like, made a shot on Luca or something like that. And he calls him um, a bitch-ass white boy. So apparently that's racist. I don't know. To me, I took no offense to that whatsoever. Let me tell you why. So to me, I grew up playing with a bunch of black dudes. Not just black dudes, Puerto Rican, Mexican, all those kind of guys, right? Um, I was usually... Out of two or three white guys, you know, usually I was very, um, I was the only white dude to play, right? Most of the time. And a lot of times, so let's just say, okay, for me, if someone called me a bitch-ass white boy, guess what? You know how I would feel? I wouldn't get pissed off because you know why? I knew I was doing something right. I knew I was doing something right. I knew I was getting under her skin. I knew I was doing what I had to do in this basketball game, in this football game, whatever it was. And that that excited me. I was like, yes, let's go. Because I knew I was I was doing something right to piss him off. What I did get offended by and what I I hated the most was like if we were playing basketball and they weren't guarding me. Or they weren't even talking to me and they were just ignoring me. Because I think being ignored uh, in sports is kind of like the biggest, like, F you. You know what I mean? You suck. Like, why do I need to guard you? Like, I was embarrassed when guys wouldn't come up and guard me and I was wide open. I'll get embarrassed. Because they're like, oh, because that's like saying, like, oh, he'll miss that. You know what I mean? I don't got to worry about him. But if I have guys in my face, if I had guys like calling me like, um, calling me cracker or calling me honky or whatever, I'm like, dude, that doesn't bother me. Like, <laughs> or bitch ass white boy. I'm like, bro, I don't care. Call me what you want. And again, like, I understand we're going through a time right now where we can't have that like double standard, but we're going to have double standards no matter what. I'm sorry to tell people because. Um, the I don't know how to explain this because there are white people that have faced oppression, but I'm saying for a lot of white people, um, you can't feel offended by, you know, we don't have a racist word to call us that you should be offended by. Like, shut up. You know what I mean? And as for me, like, I don't know. In this instance, is it's sports, man. It's it's competition. It's um, it's trash talk back and forth, you know. But it's cool that like he apologized. But I knew from the get from the um, I knew from the jump that Luca wouldn't care because he's a player, man. He's a basketball player. Like, if there's a white guy that got offended by that, like, why are you even doing anything? Why are you playing sports? 
People talk trash all the time. I don't know. But for me, I see it differently because I have that personal experience from it. Um, I have no ill will towards any of that story. Like some of you might, I don't care. You know, you never had the experience that I had. Um, but, and that's why we have the issues that we have today, because people have certain experiences that other people don't, you know, so everyone has a different opinion on different things because of their experience. And we have such a diverse country is why that the, the U.S. probably argues with most of this stuff today, you know. I don't know. That's just, uh, that's just, uh, for me, man, that's just, that's nothing. That's nothing. None of y'all came up, like, playing basketball like I had to. Like, playing in the streets, and when you you even tried to took, take it to the hoop, you'll get punched in the mouth. You'll get elbowed. You'll get scratched in the eye. You know how many times I got poked in the eye playing basketball? You know what I mean? It, it was it was wild. But I loved it. I loved I loved that competition. That's what ha- made it fun for me. And um and I respect these two guys, man. Like even though Montrez didn't really have to go and say anything to um, Luca, he still did, which was cool, you know. I would have brushed it off. I'd be like, yo, man, you're good. Like, we're playing basketball. You know? But it's not like he calls, but he's calling Luca Doncic that. It's not like he's calling, like, some scrub that you don't even know who's on the team a bitch-ass white boy. You know what I mean? He's calling the best player on the team that, you know? And it is what it is. It's it's not, I don't know. To each its own, you know, you're all going to feel differently about things and about this than what I feel. Again, I've experienced it. I've been through that. I've been called all that stuff that has to do with being white. You know, I've been told to go to the grocery store and pick up some Wonder Bread or something like that. Like, like... <laughs> Yo, I've been, I've been so many white, so many things with having to be doing white, like being white, I've been told about, you know what I mean? And to my face, it's not, it wasn't on social media, it's to my face. I'm like, yeah, okay, boom, 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 I'll let my game do the talking. And that's what, that's what he does, man. But anyway... Another story I saw this week, and we'll wrap it up with this, is um, just something I don't like. I don't like when <sighs> everything in, in news today is very negative, you know, and people even trying to find the most negative thing about Disney World. People writing negative articles about Disney World, and they're just trying to find any kind of excuse to do that. Right? So there's a story where a man, his wife, and his child, um, I believe she's a so seven-year-old daughter who has autism, 
uh, went to Disney World. They want to take their daughter to Disney World to experience it. Um, in this climate, I don't know why you would do that. Honestly, I don't. So that's the first thing. Um, second thing is they came from Pennsylvania. That's number two. Why would you do that? You know what I mean? Most of the people that are going to Disney World right now are probably um, Florida residents. Um, so, and then, so the story keeps going. Um, so, let's see. Yeah, so they went to Disney World. They're trying to get into the Magic Kingdom. And they're turned, they're turned down because the daughter isn't wearing a mask. And supposedly she can't because of her autism. And the family says that Disney treated, the way Disney treated his daughter and his family was a disgrace. Because they weren't let in because the cast members of Disney are following the rules. Okay, so what else do you want them to do? They're following the rules brought down by higher ups. You know what I mean? They have no control over that. They're following the rules because guess what? If we make exceptions for every other person, people are going to make up stuff. They're going to start making up stuff and trying to get in without a mask. You know how many people will do that? That this is the thing. That also, if you're spending thousands of dollars to go to Disney World, dude, why don't you call ahead and ask if she'll be able to get in before you even spend that money? Why would you just assume that, oh, my daughter's medically cleared not to wear a mask, so she'll be fine? No, man. Call ahead and ask. If it was me, I would have called ahead and asked a couple times just to make sure. I wanted to be positive. If I'm coming from Pennsylvania, which is kind of like the same as what we would come through because we fly out of Philly. So, yeah, it's like a two-hour flight. I don't know if they flew or drove, though. I don't think it says. So, um, apparently the dad takes it the extra mile. Right, he pulls out his phone and begins recording, and this is the thing with, with that I hate about phone recordings. Like sometimes it helps, but most of the time you don't get the whole story because of when that person pulls out their phone. Something already had to happen, right, for that person to already to pull out their phone, right. So he pulls out his phone, and after already arguing with the cast members, right, he says. Can my daughter, who is autistic with sensory issues, enter your park without a mask because she medically can't wear a mask? And the guy says, or the staffer says, Sir, I apologize. I know you're frustrated. At this time, we ask that anyone entering our park wear a mask, right? And then the dad starts going into these laws. Are you refusing to allow Americans to, are you refusing to follow the Americans with Disabilities Act laws. Number one, dude, you're not dealing with the head of Disney at 
you're dealing with a cast member standing at the front, man. Like, you think this person made this up to, to do this? You know what I mean? I feel bad. Don't get me wrong. I feel bad that this daughter can't experience Disney World. Um, but also, I blame the parents. I blame the parents for not doing their research. I blame the parents for complaining like little whining babies. That's what they're doing, man. You know what I mean? Like, and don't blame the cast members. You got you're you're yelling at this young kid talking about following the Americans with Disabilities Act law. This has nothing to do with that. This is a rule that Disney put in place. This is a rule that everyone has to wear a mask, no ifs, ands, or buts. Because if they say but, so and so can you know what I mean? Whenever that happens. Things get out of control. Then you're going to have people in the park. Oh, why can't, why is that person not wearing a mask? Because we're going to go up and have people ask you every time, like, why is your daughter not wearing a mask? You know, we can't please everyone, you know, but we're trying to do the best we can to try and um, keep the virus out of these parks so that way people can still um, enjoy it. People can still come back, you know, Disney can still make money um, because that time they were off, they lost billions of dollars. So I don't know what to say, man. You know, when I read this, I was like, oh, man, I was kind of mad at Disney. But then I read more into it and I was just like, yo, this dad just seems like a whining baby. Like you should have done more research. You should have looked into it. You should have called and asked. That's all you had to do. Would my daughter be able to get in because she is she medically cannot wear a mask? Then they would tell you no. And then you would say, okay, guess we're not going to Disney World. That's all it is. You know, some things you gotta sacrifice. I'm sorry. You know. <laughs> you know, it's I think that's just where we're getting in this world now, is just people. And when they don't get what they want, they just want to whine and cry about it. I get it. I get it, but you're a grown man. And you should have done better for your kid. I don't know what to tell you. But anyway, guys, um, just want to... Um, Re-shout out to Sue Davis. Um, follow her on um, Sue's Crew Nutrition Instagram. Just um, And then shout out to uh, my boy Kyle I just had on the podcast. If you haven't listened to that podcast, go ahead and listen to it, you know. Um, full access, 24-7. Um, you can find him on Instagram. And um, I don't know if he has a website, Check him out if you're into, if you need nutrition or workout advice, if you, you know, or you can just DM me, you know, but, um, go to, definitely go to stnutrition.com and see what we have in stock, trying to bring more things, you know, I'm still in the testing works, trying to find, um, test boosters that I like, trying to find pre-workouts that I like. And again, because that's what we do, you know, we um, 
I make sure to try everything before I sell it. Because I want to like it. I want you guys to like it. I want it to taste good. I want it to work well. I need it to do all around things, you know. So, you know, just making sure it does those things. And see what else. And I think that's it. Um, yeah. And for any time, you know, I do the podcast by myself. I'll answer questions, comments, concerns, complaints, whatever. I don't care. Um, you can call the hotline at 302-313-6429. And all you do is leave a voicemail. You just leave a voicemail. I'm, it's not live. It's not on the air. It's not nothing. You just leave a voicemail. And then that allows me to engage with you. So if you're into that, you know, just support the podcast. And I thank you guys for listening. And I'll see you next time. And I'm out. Peace. Almost heaven. West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. Life is older, older than the trees, younger than the mountains, growing like a breeze. Country roads take me home to the place. Virginia.